Three two one zero four five. The zone. Happy Monday, Britt Doherty, Don Davenport. Hey, Don. Hi, hi. It's uh, coaching carousel Monday. Monday. I know. Usually, we like to take as many phone calls as we can on Monday, but there's been so much to talk on. about today that uh, you know we we've kind of had to deal. We'll, we'll dive back into that tomorrow. Get into it. Who was that? What was that voice? Ron Slay. Hey, I'm in the building. Here we go. Slay ride. Yes, indeed. And guess what? I got an announcement. The announcement is 3HL is now presented by Ryan Kelly and the Home Loan Expert.com. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. All <laughs> I do know. Like, you sound like the Wonder Twins return to the yeah, Hall of Justice. It get weird. It get weird sometimes. <laughs> I couldn't even control it. It just came out like that. Saturday morning at like night. It. Yeah, hey, like that's it. what happens. Ryan, Ryan Kelly. You know what? Y'all need to, hey, man, listen, just call Ryan Kelly and talk to him. Figure out a way to set up a meeting with him so you can talk to him. And just watch the energy that oozes <laughs> out of this man. It's amazing. At the Home Loan EX. At the yeah. Home Loan X. Mm-hmm. You can catch them on all social media platforms. On Twitter. Yep. Um, that's awesome news. Yes. Glad to have him. Um, sponsored and presented by. That's true. Let's go to Chris Lowe, who joins us uh, live during the uh, coaching carousel. And, man, uh, this time of year, Chris, I know uh, you're getting lots of text messages, text messages and phone calls. <laughs> it's that time of year. Yeah, it is. You know, we, we probably had a feeling, Brent, that this, coaching carousel this off season was going to be pretty crazy because last year because of COVID yeah there were some changes you know Tennessee brings in uh, Heupel, South John Beamer so there were some guys who were fired but it was nothing like it normally is so I felt like because of that there are going to be a lot more openings this year I had no idea it would be to this degree I mean you're seeing guys get fired after being here for two or three years you know you're seeing and, and here's the thing to remember about Lincoln Rally going to USC if you go back and look over the last five, six, seven years, eight years, it's very rare. And I know fan bases all across the country have a time a hard time believing this. It's rare that a Power Five coach, a sitting Power Five coach, leaves an established job and goes to another Power Five job. Think about it. Think about the last several openings. I mean, Kirby Smart was a coordinator. Ed Ogeron was a coordinator. Uh, Josh Heupel was coaching at a Group of Five school. Uh, so you know, on and on and on like that. There's just not that, that often. Shane Beamer had not been a head coach. He goes to South Carolina. So that's what was, you know, pretty stunning. A, stunning that it happened so fast. But you just don't see that. You don't see a coach at a blue blood program like Oklahoma going to another blue blood program. And uh, that's uh, – but, you know, so if some of the numbers I'm hearing that Lincoln Raleigh got, I'm not surprised. I think, you know, when you look at what Mel Tucker got, $95 million, uh Raleigh's is going to be well north of that with the kind of perks that usually only celebs like Ron Slade get. I'm talking about cars and jets <laughs> and homes being bought. So uh, it's a pretty sweet deal. And guess what? You don't have to jump into that snake pit in the SEC recruiting. You don't have to beat heads against Nick Saban and Jimbo yep. Fisher and Kirby Smart. You're out on the West Coast. You recruit that plethora of talent out in L.A. on the, on the California coast, and you get to play in the JV League, the Pac-12. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, Dan Mullen's the the one I can think of, power five to power, but he's already gone. So. Yeah, he was the exception. 
Um, but no, I mean, you, you know, Lincoln Riley, when Lincoln Riley goes to Oklahoma, remember he was a coordinator at East Carolina. He comes to Oklahoma. He's a coordinator at Oklahoma and he gets the job. So, uh, you know, you just, um, it doesn't happen, you know, very often. Billy Napier goes to Florida. He's at a group of five team, a group of five school. Uh, so most of the, most of the openings over the last few years, just, uh, it's not power five to power five. So what's next at Oklahoma? Obviously, Tennessee fans are listening uh, right now and want to know what you think about that position. Yeah, I, you know, I know there's a lot of concern. I've had it from a bunch of friends and family members about Heupel in Oklahoma. I, I, I think Heupel, I would not completely rule it out. I think he would be way down the list for a couple reasons. Number one, I don't know that Josh really wants to go back and jump into that situation right now. You know, it, it didn't end ideally for him there you know Bob Stoops is still there heck he's going to coach the bowl game so when you built what Josh has built in one year at Tennessee uh, clearly it's good going the direction that he wants to go in I don't know that he's ready even though that's his alma mater that he wants to go jumping back into that I think Oklahoma probably is looking in a few other directions anyway um, yeah I know you're going to hear the you know the, the Lane Kiffin name and people like that see I think if, if they're going to go get an offensive guy from the SEC. I think Mike Leach has got a better chance Mike, than Lane Kiffin, you know, because he's got some ties to Oklahoma. He's got some some support there in and around that Oklahoma program. I think Matt Campbell at Iowa State is another that makes a lot of sense. He's another offensive guy. He's coached in that league. You know, he's beaten Oklahoma some. You know, he would be another one. And if it, if they go coordinator, and you look at the last few hires, of course Oklahoma hasn't made any many hires at the head coaching position in the last twenty five years. Right. But it's been coordinator. You know, Bob Stoops was a coordinator at Florida. Lincoln Riley was a coordinator there at Oklahoma. So they have taken chances on coordinators. I do think Brennan's going to be an offensive guy. I just think with what they've done under Riley and the way they've scored, put up points, it would be hard for them to go to a defensive guy. If they do, then Mark Stoops, Bob's younger brother, would have a chance. The other one is Brent Venables at Clemson. Now, Venables also sort of got pushed out at Oklahoma, so I don't know you know, where he is, you know, his, with, with any kind of love affair or, or not love affair with Oklahoma. But he's a guy who's been pretty choosy and had opportunities to go to head coach, get head coaching jobs the last three, four, five years at Clemson, and he's not. This might be one if they do indeed offer the job that would be hard to turn down. All right, the uh, the <laughs> you talk about the snake pit that is the SEC. Who uh, Who is the big name for LSU, obviously, with – Billy Napier gone to Florida. Um, now you're seeing kind of Brian Kelly reports out there. What are where are you hearing on that job? You know, Don, I'll be honest with you. I uh, you know we talked last week. I told you then, and I thought all along Billy Napier was going to get the Florida job. Yeah. I told you guys that. I felt that. I've heard that. You know, the LSU job has been a lot quieter. It was Jimbo Fisher's to turn down. I do believe that that ship sailed past him. Uh, I do think that there was some interest in Lincoln Riley. I don't know how, what, you know, whether it was something that had been going on for a while. I'm not sure about that. You know, the latest rumor, and I heard this last night, Brian Kelly, I I just, I got to see that to believe it, you know. I don't know really about do. the fit that, there, Brian Kelly. And, and, yeah, that's and an odd fit, man. I yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, again, yeah, what do you would call it, the snake pit or the octagon? You know, I don't, you know, I, at the end of the day, I think the result of that's going to be he's going to get some of the things he wants done at Notre Dame, facility upgrades, and a little bit more money, more money for his staff. 
but again, you never see, this is maybe this is one of those off seasons when you see another blockbuster move like that. But everybody I talk to in and around the situation do not think ultimately that he's going to go to Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that Woodward Scott Woodward would reach out to him because everybody knows Woodward's a big game hunter. He likes to get those big names, those splash hires, guys who are going to come in and your fan base is going to be like, wow. So if you look at those wow guys out there right now, there's really only a couple of them left in college football. Dabo Sweeney, Brian Kelly. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't think Nicholas Lou Saban's <laughs> going, back, going back to Baton Rouge. He'd be another wow guy. Uh, there's just not many, not many of them there. And so that's why I think Brian Kelly – if you're Scott Woodward, you say, okay, here's a guy who's been consistent as hell at Notre Dame. He's gone to the playoffs. He wins 10, 11 games every year. Let's see if we can get him. But I just, again, I don't see that happening. So where does that, I mean, where does that leave LSU? I don't know. I mean, uh, Fickle, you know Matt Campbell, those Ron are the names. Ron been ringing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just crazy, that job. Slay, you take it for about $6 million. You, you, t- you give him a little bit of break, will you? <laughs> Go Tigers! It's pay cut. Go Tigers! <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get my accent down. I'm on my way. But Don, you know, to be serious, I um, I am serious. Where's I mean, again, I think Mark Stoops don't call me <laughs> would be a name there. Um, okay. I've, I'm told. See, I think they should call Lane Kiffin. I think Kiffin makes a lot of sense to LSU. And, and I'll tell you, I think the coaches in the SEC would be like, "Oh gosh, that guy with those kind of resources yes. and that kind of talent." Um, I don't think a lot of people would want any part of that. But I think. Again, based on everything I've heard, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think LSU's going to go down that road with Lane Kiffin. I do think what's going to happen with Lane is he's going to get a really nice raise and bump uh, there at Ole Miss, and we'll put him in the top, I don't know, top two, three, four paid coaches in the SEC. Uh, so that you, know, you do the math, you're talking seven, seven and a half, eight million dollars. Wow. Uh, but LSU, I mean, <laughs> I really don't know. I mean, I, it's, and I know I keep saying that, but it could be any number of people if he can't get that, you know, that big name. Um, I, I mentioned Mark Stoops. I mean, is, is that a, a Matt Campbell that does he fit in there? Um, you know, we're going to have to wait and see. I wonder if LSU's a little painted themselves into a corner a little bit. You know, have they, have they sort of waited and swung too high, you know, swung for the fences and not got anybody. And now all of a sudden they're going to have to go to, to the, to the tier B pool. You know, it's going to be interesting to see. I still believe this. I think it's the, if it's not the best two or three, I think it's easily in the top five jobs in all of college football. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, the, the only problem is the, the competition. Culture, the competition and the cultural fit. Like, right. the, there is that element to that job. And do they like, give it I time. could not see Brian Kelly there as a fit at all. Like, like I can't see him handling the The other name, John, I heard when I was in, in all, at the Auburn Bama game this past week was Potentially, Brian, um, excuse me, uh, Bill O'Brien, you know, who's, who's Alabama's OC. But, yeah. um, you know, again, I, I think that would be, you know, down the list a little bit. Um, I, uh, I'm i sure there's going to be somebody, you know, we're going to hear names probably over the next couple of days. This, you know, this is the time of year when <laughs> there, there, there are way more smoke screens out there than there is a legitimate information, legitimately true information. So that's why when a lot of these things happen, a lot, because, you know, the thing with, and I give SC credit on this one. The thing with Lincoln Riley, that wasn't out there anywhere. It was all Lincoln Riley and LSU, Lincoln Riley and LSU. Of course, the famous, ho, 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 
I'm not going to be the head football coach at LSU. Well, <laughs> he nailed that. He was being honest. Yep. But I think at that point he knew something was cooking with USC. And if you go back, he stopped the questions immediately after that. But that's, that, that, that is kept, interesting. That was, go ahead. No, that that is interesting. The other thing you told us was that James Franklin would sign a deal soon to to stay at Penn State. It happened the next day. Yeah. Um, which makes me think that that USC and Lincoln Riley thing might have been done for a minute. Right, like, and so it's pretty amazing that they kept that quiet. Yeah, at least, at least for a little bit. I mean, I don't know if it's been going on for two weeks or anything like that, but I, certainly, you don't, you don't, you don't do that. You don't hammer that out in twenty-four hours, right? You know, there's some conversation, some back and forth. Well, um, you know, I think had James had a better year at Penn State, I still think he probably would have been right there near the top of SC's list. And they, they didn't have a great year last year, but right. you know, I gave everybody a break last year. That was a COVID year. It's hard to really assess anything, but he didn't have the best year this year, but still got a sweet deal. He's making, I think, what is it, eight, eight and a half million. Uh, but the Mel Tucker deal is the one Ooh, baby. That, has, that has blown everything out the roof. To get $95 million, I think Mel's a really good football coach yep. and done a terrific job at Michigan State. <laughs> but when you look at his record, championships, lack of championships versus a lot of I mean, what's Dabo Sweeney going to get? What's Kirby Smart going to get? Especially if Kirby goes on to win the national championship this year. And there are coaches. I talked to some ADs already that are just absolutely shaking their heads saying, good grief. (laughs) We're going to get to the point to where mid-tier coaches, guys who never won squat, are going to be paying – we're going to be paying them five, six, seven million dollars. What's Chris Lowe with us from ESPN.com, national uh, senior college football writer for ESPN. Let's go back to your quote that you gave us about Josh Eipel in Oklahoma. I would not completely rule it out, but I think he's way down the list. Now, Tennessee fan will go back, and I will too. Lane Kiffin told, t- told Tennessee, look, that's my <laughs> dream job. And then when the job came open, he told him, look, I'm way down the list. But if it gets to hey. me... It got out. to him, Chris. It got to him. So how is that yeah, situation and that's, and different? That's why, and I'm glad you asked me that, man, because that's exactly why you never rule anything out, because in right. coach searches, it can change very, very quickly. You know, and if Venable says no, and, they, and Matt Campbell decides he doesn't want it, and, you know, they can't go get, you know, let's say Mark Stoops, it, it, they don't want a defensive guy, you know, and they're just dead set on getting an offensive guy, then that, you know, then maybe, you know, Josh comes into play, but uh, but the, the the Kiffin SC thing is a good comparison because I was pretty close to that situation. I'd heard his name a couple of days before, but some people who knew said, that, "Man, you have to have a ton of guys say no." Well, mm-hmm. guess what? A ton of guys did say no, and I remember sitting on my couch that night, getting a call and said, "I'm not." You know, I'm not because you know in our world in that time of year, the last thing you want is somebody joking around with you because <laughs> you know these things when they take on a life of themselves. And they said, "This is serious. Kiffin's going to USC," and that's all I needed to hear. And it was done. It just sort of came out of nowhere. So sometimes these things do happen. Tennessee fans know all too well with Kiffin bolting for USC in the middle of the night. I still will stand my ground on this one. I do not see that happening. With Heifel. I think Heifel's at Tennessee. I think he'll be here. I think he wants to continue building. He likes it here. Um, and, again, I think when you look at all the other things that I laid out for you, reasons why, I think there's too many guys uh, that they're looking at. I think his exit at Oklahoma, 
there's a lot of that that's out there that says to me, based on others I've talked to, that he's probably not going to be the guy there. But, you know, you never say never. And I'm glad you asked that about Kisner because that's, that's the reason when you get into the coach search season, you never close the book on anything. See, Lord, I'll tell you this, and I'm, 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 I'm going to get on out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they better not. Slay. I bleed it. I'm telling you, I bleed orange, man. But if this happens, I'm telling you right now, okay, how far down the list is, they're going to have to give me a blood transfusion to get the orange back in my blood. This is going to be hard for me to chill from this point on. Hey, all you got to do is cut a check. Keep hypo there. <laughs> Take care of it. There you go. Just saying, man. Well, I tell you what, Slay. Why don't, why don't, you, why don't you and all the heavy hitters, you and Peyton and Al, we can bring in a – Let's see, Tobias Harris. Uh, we bring in all that. Todd Helton hey, made, made a few uh, dollars when he was in the major league. Yeah, we well, Alan Houston back out together. and everything. Grant Williams, R.A. Dickey, he's a national. R.A. Dickey. You know, I mean, Mookie Mook just signed. He guys. wanted to go to UT. We might yeah. need to pull Mookie in there, too. So. Yeah. You're welcome. Ooh. You know, Alvin Kamara. <laughs> you guys just all stroke a check and <laughs> say, here, Josh. You know, oh, there's boy. no need for you ever look anywhere else. Um, Chris, just on the way out before we go, it's – it's interesting. We've gone through all these, you know, different jobs and the name that, you know, people are talking about, but just never pops up for specific jobs is Fickle. Um, and, and obviously yeah, yeah. he's been pretty clear about, I don't want to talk about it till after a season. Right. But where are we with him? Well, and thank you. Cause I was with Luke three weeks ago and spent some time with him. He to me is one of the premier coaches in all of America. No and, doubt. you know, if, if you wanted a guy that, is a proven commodity who's done it, who's got a great pedigree, it's him. But his team's getting ready to get in the playoff. And just based on my time with him, if his team's in the playoffs, Don, he ain't going anywhere. Yeah. And I don't blame him. So it has to be somebody that's he's, patient enough to He's win. a Midwestern guy. He told me, I asked him, I said, look, have you ever stepped foot out, jokingly, have you ever stepped foot out of the state of Ohio? He said he's only lived 13 months in his whole life out of Ohio when he was on the practice squad with the New Orleans Saints. Wow. I think it's gotta be I think it's gotta be for him Notre Dame or Ohio State. Yeah. I think those are the two jobs that he will patiently sit there and continue coaching. They're going to the Big Twelve in a couple of years Cincinnati is. Mm-hmm. I think he's in a great spot. He's got a really good football team. They're going to the playoffs. I just would be shocked to see him certainly before now if someone wants to wait to January fifth, sixth and offer him about twelve million dollars which I just don't see LSU or anybody at Oklahoma waiting that long. I don't think they can. They can. Uh, but with his team in the playoff, I think you're going to see him stay at Cincinnati. Great stuff, CeeLo. Appreciate it, Chris. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, I know care. you're busy. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> a little bit. Yep. You guys. Right. See Chris Lowe on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline, 615-737-1045. Three HL one zero four five the zone. Chris Lowe says he doesn't see it happening. But in this business, man, this coaching search business, you never say never on stuff. I didn't see Lincoln Riley happening, and neither did most of his players. I still love Cliff Kingsbury's quote today when asked about the OU vacancy. Quote: Not a topic I want to touch right now. End quote. What I a perfect. Definitely don't see that happening. What a perfect, just freaking balls out move. Yeah. Hey, Cardinals. You're on the, the clock. Pay. I got get one the, year left on my contract. Get yeah, on it. On the get clock. the checkbook out. You're on the clock. Mm-hmm. Man, unbelievable.
Um, no, nah, go for it. Does it always got? happen this early? Like, this isn't this a little earlier than normal? Like this coaching carousel? It's no. normally the last day after the – it's the first day after the regular season. But is. here's the Jeez. problem. Oh. They started that early signing period. You got to get on it. And now and you it. don't have a choice. Because remember, there was get so much talk. Heupel got there so late. He got right. there the day before the first, like, signing period, mm-hmm. basically. The first signing period is the real yeah. signing period. So you have to – like, you don't have a choice. And, and it's interesting because I just worked that SMU-Tulsa game and Sonny Dykes – Obviously, had already accepted the T- TCU job, which you know you knew, and then Coach Max said it on our show. Correct. <laughs> so did yes. Um, which was great. He's like, "Yeah, I talked to him today." But when we were talking to him, he was like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> um, when we were talking to him, it was like, you know, he's like, uh, "You handle it the best you can." He wanted to finish out this season with his team. But he's like, it's not fair to the kids, right. but it's it's the NCAA's fault. It's the rules that are in place here. You don't have a choice. You have to make these moves. Like Chris Lowe was talking when we were talking about Luke Fickle, you can't afford to wait because let's say you're LSU and you're, you, you wait, mm-hmm. right, to the end. James Franklin's already re-signed. Yep. Um, you know, Lincoln Riley is already at USC, mm-hmm. you know. The Sunny Dykes is to TCU. Like, all mm-hmm. of these things have already happened around you right. where coaches are signing or staying. And, and there has actually been a lot of coaches that have decided to stay this year well. and sign extensions. The James Franklin one stands out. Um, Dave Clawson at Wake Forest. Not that mm-hmm. I know Tennessee fans were not, uh, not in love with him from mm-hmm. an offensive standpoint. Mm-hmm. But that was another one. You know, he decided to sign an extension. Oh, by the way, Duke's open, too. Our guy Cut's gone. Oh, we forgot to, to mm-hmm. talk about that as well. So, you know, you have all these, like, what happens at Miami? Like, if you're going to make a move, you have to make it, and you have to go find your new coach because otherwise your your solid coaches that are out there are either re-signed for a long time, Mel Tucker, or they're already moving on. Think about like the Lincoln level Riley. of job that was open this year, and some still are, but Florida LSU, Miami, USC, Oklahoma. I mean, think about the level of job. Just in the SEC. Florida State. Just Florida and LSU and and USC, those three, and that's it. I mean. Yeah. I meant the state, yeah. We got you. It's crazy. And then John Bryce throws out there with footballscoop.com the Brian Kelly and LSU stuff that that there's interest uh, from both sides. And what if he moves and then Notre Dame's open and Mm – I mean, wow. There's also a little nugget that, like, so this time of year you hear all kinds of things. Yeah. Some of them make a little more sense than others. Like, like, watch the LSU and 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 Notre Dame thing happen. I, I don't know, but it doesn't it doesn't feel like Brian Kelly and, and Baton Rouge makes a lot of sense to me. Just doesn't. But watch it happen. I don't know. Weird things happen. But somebody threw one at you that actually makes a lot of sense, <laughs> and I know nothing about any of this. <laughs> Yeah, I'll well, say that. so Mr. Babs best buddy lives in Chicago. And so the talk there is the Chicago rumors are that Ryan Day, Ohio State football coach. Ohio State head coach is heading to the Bears. Mm-hmm. The Bears. The Bears, which mm. the then Brent was like, "Oh yeah, the Justin Fields connection there." Yeah. That makes that sense. Makes sense. Yes. But and then okay, and then if Ohio State's open, you know who's going there, Luke Fickle. Yeah. 
right, from Cincinnati, then Cincinnati's open. Like, how does this all play out? And I mean, maybe that's just, why we haven't heard Luke Fickle's name, because all maybe, this is going to happen. Maybe he maybe you know. he knows and more. The Cincinnati job is a little bit different now that they're heading to a well, Power Five. And the Bears, right. Well, so the Bears could wait. Like, that's not a problem. But Ohio State, maybe, you know, I, I don't know. Early this signing is, periods coming. This is really a circus. Like, oh, no question. Like, and then, you, like, we ain't even got to the part where you start throwing players in. Like, the players, once the coaches get settled, then the players start flipping. Oh, the portal news is just it's crazy right now. Yeah, portal oh, news is going to be even crazier once you start getting into spring practice and players start seeing the depth chart as well. Um, This just uh, out uh, from all of the sort of 24-7, all, all of them have it. Uh, Christian Harrison, um, who is the son of Rodney Harrison, former All-Pro Safety in the NFL has committed to Tennessee. Six foot five, one hundred eighty-five pound cornerback. Six foot five, cornerback from Atlanta, Georgia. They were asking him. Um, I think two weeks ago, when Rodney Harrison was doing the, what does he do? Um, the NFL Network um, yeah. show on Sundays or something. Mm-hmm. A guy in the crowd was asking him about, man, you, your kid gonna go to Tennessee, and they were way away. I forgot where they were. <laughs> it was like, man, it's his decision. You know, it's up to him. You know, I'm just gonna support him and whatever. That's funny that that happened. That's so. Hey, that's funny. Go get them hype. Speaking of Tennessee, um, they did better not think about leaving. My bad, man. They they did beat Vanderbilt over the weekend. Look at you. Spanked them up. By the way, what's up, Babs? I'm not gonna say anything. What's up, Babs? Here's here's where Vandy fan is. Vandy fan. I'm not gonna say anything, but Vandy fan is coming. I don't know about you, but was coming hard at me about (laughs) how Tennessee didn't beat them by 31. Yeah, I won't. I see, and I was waiting. I was like. I never, number one, I didn't bet that game because yeah. I didn't think that they would right. beat them by 31. You said that. But I thought that they would win easily. Yeah, and I bet that game. And I was going to give them 34. And they yeah, would have had it if they didn't sub in. So well, Vandy fans should have come at you. And I was begging them to because I got GIFs ready. And I was going to unload, baby. GIFs. I like oh. how you said it right. Yeah, that was well for done. you, Babs. Yeah, and I, I was ready. I, and they would have covered. But and then Hooker got hurt. And a guy dressed as Joe Milton went in. <laughs> nope, that's actually just Joe Milton. Oh, well, <laughs> I, had, I wish it was Sorry. a guy dressed as like, I had switched gracious. it to Alabama Auburn at that point, so I haven't gone back to watch. Did, was he out there playing volleyball man, again? listen, man. Just it was taking people out. RPO, man. We're on the, we're on the about the seven or five-yard line. We're inside the 10. Oh. It's easily about to score right here to make it 31 to cover. And the DN comes loose, and Joe Milton has the ball at least a foot away from his body, like a guy dodging cars in the street with his hands out. What does de- Coach Max say? Like a puppy in the <laughs> middle of the interstate? <laughs> exactly. Puppy. And all he had to do, the DN didn't even look at his body, all that wiggling. He, was, he just hit the ball out of his hand. Fumble. Vandy gets the ball. So, I mean, and then when they got it back, it was like, all right, y'all, let's just get out of here. You don't even see this guy take knees, but. Okay, well. But they would have got it. But, I mean, if you feel good about 24, hey, listen. <laughs> I get it from – listen, they've lost 21 oh, Kentucky of SEC games. I get it. No, I'm, I'm not my foot on the throttle. No, no. <laughs> Y'all accept that, roll over, get your anchor, and push. <laughs> That's what you do. We ain't got time. We ain't got time, man. We weren't worried about bowling. What size shoe you wear, sir? Okay, let me disinfect these shoes, put them on, go have a good time at the bowling alley. That's where we at with it. That's what we had with it. Drop us off. We'll call you when we want you to pick us up. Yeah. We'll call you, Vandy. When we want you to pick us up, thanks, Mom, for dropping me off at the bowling alley. We'll call you when we're ready. By the way, Cedric Tillman. I mean, Tennessee didn't cover. 
They didn't cover it. Nah, but guess who won? Okay, even but though I, you even though I said 34, okay, I bet 21. But you don't get to, <laughs> but you also don't get to uh, I'm, play man, both I'm, sides. I'm cool. I'm, I'm still telling saying. them, come at me. <laughs> come saying. on. Woo, man. Come on. Woo. Come on. Please. I want it. Bring me I'm the smoke. Leave me alone. <laughs> I want you to come at me. I want you to come at me. Please, I'm dying. I just I, see I mean, like 35. Tennessee fans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tennessee fans talk again? about, yeah. you know. It's like 35 hotmail. I, 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 <laughs> you want to throw out your AOL address? Yeah, I just on. feel like come we're on. like Tennessee fan come over on. here is on both sides of the Man, fence. Man, like, listen. It's a moral victory when, I you know, the Alabama doesn't cover, Florida doesn't, or somebody doesn't cover. Wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 wait you're talking about top three teams in the country. You're talking about seven Five, Come on now. It I wasn't even second to last. It was finished the, the pick to finish second to last. Stuff that you're spewing right now. Bam. I'm just pointing it out. I'm not taking Tell them sides. to bring it. Tell them to bring it. Tell them to bring it. Matter of fact, five out of the nine, whatever y'all want to bring it. It won't happen no more. Five and five in the last <laughs> ten. It won't happen. Here go the spike. I got the mallet. Boom. You're gone. Bye-bye. Five and five in the last Man, three. Yeah, get them out of here. <laughs> hey. Like, man, we'll, hey, man, we'll bulldog them folks, man. Three and oh in the last three. Man, dog walk them. Man, I told you special teams was going to score. Man, Theo Jackson, man. <laughs> Theo Jackson, go to the house, man. Y'all lucky. Y'all lucky Joe Milton got in that game. Joe Hunk, we need Stop. to take a break. Yes. Three HL one zero four five is on. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. Very proud of one Don Davenport Ooh. for uh, lots of reasons. Not oh, pressing send. Yeah. yeah. Basically. You kind of did, but you didn't. Oh no! If I would have pressed send, I'd been in jail right now. Because <laughs> I'd have punched somebody. Yeah. Telling me. Come at you. Like I can't do my job. Yeah. How you gonna tell me what I can't do? Friend already Don Davenport. Ross like, what game are you working this week? I'm off. I'm doing the high school football. Oh, that's right. I'm not oh, off. I'm I'm yeah. calling high school football. That's yes. right. I knew that. Yes. Got to remind me of things every so that's often. That's all right. Uh, Cedric Tillman, real quick. Uh, Tennessee wide receiver last six games, 41 receptions, 721 yards, and seven touchdowns. Oh. He got at least one touchdown in all six of those games. Uh, for the season, 57 receptions, 931 yards, nine touchdowns. His nine touchdowns are tied for eighth all-time in a season for wide receiver U. D-O-G. By the way, Tennessee's last 1,000-yard receiver. Who? Justin Hunter, 2012. Oh, my gosh. Another deal. I love that guy. So, he is 69 yards away for uh, from that. Uh, Hendon Hooker uh, on the season, 69% completion percentage. 2,567 yards. Needs 233 for 10th all-time in a season. Of course, didn't start the first two games. Crazy. And has left the fourth quarter now several mm. times. Um, you seven- going to a bowl game? I mean, if they go to Florida, I might. Yeah. If they go to right down the street, I might. Yeah. If they go to Charlotte, North Carolina, we might. Have fun. <laughs> that ain't far, man. Come on, show trip. Yeah. Uh, seventh yeah. all-time for touchdown passes in a season with 26. He needs one more to become fourth all-time on that list. Uh, what else? Hennon Hooker has thrown – oh, check this out. Hennon Hooker has thrown at least one touchdown pass in 11 straight games, which is tied for the fourth longest streak in the history of Tennessee football. That's crazy that that's the streak. That, 11. That's... He's tied with Eric Ainge and Peyton Manning. 
If he throws mm-hmm. one more in the if he throws one in the bowl game, he'll tie Casey Clawson for third all time. If he comes back to school and throws one in the opener next year, he'll tie Tony Robinson for second all time with thirteen. T Rob Keith Schuler has the record with eighteen consecutive games with a at least one touchdown pass. Interesting. Hey, real quick, I just want to remind everybody that we are going to be out at Nissan Stadium for Toy Field. We're building a field of toys. It helps the Salvation Army's Forgotten Angels program uh, presented by T-Mobile. It's Tuesday, December 7th. Put it on your calendar at Nissan Stadium. If you're out doing holiday shopping, grab an extra toy if you have the means to do it. Stop by Nissan St- Nissan Stadium, see us there, and you can donate the toy. We basically like build this entire field full of toys um, for the Forgotten Angels. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome thing. So if you want more info, it's 1045thezone.com. Is it weird that a week from tomorrow is December 7th? Yeah. I mean, we're Crazy. like four weeks away from Christmas. Get we'll on it. Is, Stop it. Have important. I know. My wife's birthday's on December 8th. I still haven't gotten her anything. You might need some money for uh, Christmas gift buying. Can we give a uh, shout-out to UT Martin, one OVC? There you go. Belmont. Great weekend. Man, great weekend for Belmont. Great Almost got weekend. it done last night, too. Yeah, almost. Um, and it's time for the parsley. Real quick. Oh, parsley. Mike Vrabel's Uh-oh. coming up. You got like 30 seconds. Seahawks to win, money line, and under. Some 46 and a half, some 47. Under, though. It's so, Russell Wilson's it birthday. And, yeah, and it's his birthday. And it's brought to you by IntelliTurf, my man Kent McMillan. Y'all holla at him. I'm going to holler at him. Yeah. Get Ooh. your turf around Get your, you some turf, some man. Turf, yes. Yeah. Pooping all over the place. Poopy, poopy. <laughs> he did tell me. He poopy, was like, poopy. Davenport, you talk about poop a lot. <laughs> poop factory at Davenport. <laughs> yep. Yeah, <here> <laughs> 615-804-4927. Holla at Kent McMillan, my man, IntelliTurf. There you go. Rachel is presented to you by Ryan Kelly. HomeLoanExpert.com. <laughs> Glad to have him on board. Yep, good dude. Woo! All right, uh, back at it tomorrow again. We'll we will away not tours. be at Buffalo Wild Wings. We can still wash away. We, we can wash away so, tomorrow. There we go. That's yeah. cool. We need to wash Tennessee away? basketball tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. It's Presbyterian. Bring in the keg? Yeah. Coach Rabel next. <laughs> Tighten up.